Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the prismatic guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist Flint Therai. Jason Hobbs as the old veteran Rovarth Murax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard Roscoe Sootfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Otterfolk Samurai, Margot, hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I am host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, I play Flint Therai. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode of We Play RPGs is brought to you by Knowledge Fight. They're not supporting us, but God, I love that show. And when we left off, we... You guys had some more information. A whole lot of bullshit. Uh, lizard people, I can't. Well, to be fair, lizard people are real. It's that he believes lizard people are infiltrating the government. You know, my goal was to start this episode better than we ended the last one, and that just totally went out the wall. <laughs> like, there will be no lizard people missing. Would... There will be zero lizard men, and we've already ruined it. <laughs> I would apologize because I'm not sorry. <laughs> you should be. So, what is everyone's next move? Getting away from this conversation. Well, yes, but also we're we're, we're going to go to the uh, the industrial district and tr- and figure out this group of weird hooded people and figure out what, how they're involved in this. I'm so gonna, we're all separating. I'm gonna head home because I don't know what else to do because clearly at this one it's all out of my hands. I mean, we could always try and break into that dude's house to get some more uh, what you call it um, evidence. This is true. <laughs> There's so, uh, something so appropriate about Margot as a character not knowing what the word for evidence is. Flint's <laughs> <laughs> so like, I also kind of want to wait, you know, in case the guard finds something before I go breaking in. I mean, we can... evidence all over the place. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's go to her first. I'm still going to hide. I know, I mean, she she answers if she is, if they, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, let's go find her. All right, let's do it. Well, it's only been a few hours. Oh, well, then let's not do that. We need to go break into stuff. Why don't we just hang out in my lab and we can blow things up? What's the information? (laughs) Okay, let's go. (laughs) And what are uh, Rovarth and Roscoe doing? Other than ignoring that conversation. <laughs> yep, I'm just like Rovarth, just like, mm. Yeah. Mm. Ro- Ros- Roscoe, like, we need to, I have a feeling we're going to need to keep an eye on this Margot. I think she might be a bad influence on Oh, she's definitely a negative influence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say that like you haven't seen Flint blow something out simply because he's Margo's like, I'm right you. here, and Roscoe's like, yeah, I know. You say that like <laughs> Flint hasn't been inhaling fumes. For fun. Yes, but inhaling fumes is one thing. Being having her actions dictated by an otter with no morals is another. I have morals, thank you very much. They're just my morals. Okay, an otter with a very bad view of morals. An otter with a loose definition of what's yeah. okay. There you go. Listen, y'all hang out with Flint, who blows who blows things up simply to see what happens. And most of the time, the answer is it's on fire. Yes, like usually, clearly he's not in any more. He's not. He, you know, Margot's just providing direction. That, my point is, there's a sliding scale. I you saying my bad views? I would posit that Margot is no less of a bad influence than Igris, or no more of yeah, a bad influence. But Margo's a little bit more chaotic. I mean, we don't know that yet. I don't think. 
No, I well, feel like it's come up. <laughs> but anyway, what's anyway? Flint's allegedly a grown person and can make her own personal his, decisions. His, so, his. his. sorry, he's on my my moral being bad is relative. So mean. Anyway, we're gonna go to the docks Ignore and, them. They're and try and figure out the, why the victim was at the docks in the first place. The railway, rail yard. That, 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 yes, the rail yard. I don't know why rail I keep yard. on saying docks. Because we think we're gangsters now. No, uh, we're going to the rail yard. Sailing away. Where did this come from? In a dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so you guys uh, go to the rail yard. Song, so. Yeah, we're going to the rail yard. All right. Um. Well, following the lead from Gorlash, it's uh, pretty late at night. And you guys can either make investigation or survival checks. Well, that's going to be a good old investigation. Actually, both my investigation and survival are the same, so I don't know why I was so excited about that. I got a 19 to investigate. <laughs> well, well, good for you, Mr. 19. Let's see what I got as I take my sweet-ass time. 20! <laughs> he just has to show off. <laughs> All right. Um, you two managed to narrow down your search area, and you find that one of the abandoned workshops uh, has an unusual amount of foot traffic around it. You can see inside, and it's it's not a it's not super big. It's a pretty average sized workshop. I mean, well, for a train. But Rovarth, you can see inside, and it's there's nothing in there. Like it's just a huge open space. You know, there's junk. But you can't see any reason why a whole bunch of people would be walking around this place. Can I investigate for secret doors? Yes. Or entrances? Yeah. Yeah, I find nothing. I got a four. Grovarth <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and his, like, dubious um, noticing skills. May I attempt to go off again and <laughs> yes. out investigate? Watch me get a five. Fourteen. All right. Nice. That is just high enough. Um, you like can it. see that the uh, the footsteps seem to be primarily around uh, the cellar door, and the cellar door has a very nice padlock on it. However, the only other entrance to this building doesn't even have a lock on it. With a fourteen. You find that the uh, cellar door is where most of the foot uh, foot traffic is focused. Okay. Uh, it has a padlock on it that is new. Rovorf, good sir. It seems we have a new padlock here. This is a very old building for such a new padlock, and all the footprints end here. I um, spit acid breath on the padlock. <laughs> yeah, you just destroy the door. Yeah. Simple solutions, good sir. Look, I don't have lockpicks. Um, all right. So the cellar door leads down a dark hallway. After a few dozen feet and several turns, you start to see a faint glow of soft lighting and the sound of soft music accompanied by the sounds of moaning. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> There is a side door only a few feet away from this point with two lamps lit on either side of it. So just for our viewers, uh, the first time around we did this, I correctly guessed exactly what this was before it happened. <laughs> We're going to go to the side door. It appears to be a coat room of some kind. Uh, and there's an attendant there. Um, oh, hello. Um, you're late. Uh, who, who invited you? That would be, um, um, um... I'd say the first thing that comes in my head. Morgan. Ah, yes. Well, actually, make a deception check. But... Which is exactly what I was going to say anyway. So. I, wonder how we, I wonder how we remember all this stuff. Seventeen. All right. He seems to buy it. Um, he... The attendant uh, gives you some robes and uh, masks 
and asks if you need a receipt for your clothes. Yes, please, good sir. All right. There is not a changing area, so you have to do it here. That's fine. Yep. I I do it. All right. Clothes on. And now, for the thing that Jason did not like the first time it rolled around, mm-hmm. you uh, you continue down the hallway and see a massive orgy. Yep. Uh, Ros- Roscoe just like, oh my. Uh, it's here's a silly question. <laughs> hmm. Just because things are different this time around, is Sergeant Wen here? Make a perception check. Because Roscoe's been very uh, evident on trying to push the the, the point. Not now. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Rovart's oh gonna start pushing the point. Well, that's persuasion, not not okay. uh, perception. Uh, you're gonna try to persuade wind to be. Well, uh, that would be a nine technically. Uh, then no. <laughs> All right. No. You're looking through this crowd very intently. Well, yes, I was wondering if Sergeant Wenwood's here. Now is not the time, good sir! <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's... an important <laughs> business. Listen, man. I would say now is definitely the time. It would well, seem as if the masks are a formality at best, and the robes are for comfort and cleaning. Uh, so, both of you need to make deception checks to convince everyone here that you're actually supposed to be here, and then you will make a persuasion check to gain some information on Sir Prager. I kind of don't want to make this deception check. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. Well, I didn't. <laughs> oh, Seven. God. We got an eight. <laughs> well, all right, so both of you are regretting the fact that you took your boots off. Yeah. Because uh, the floor is wet. This is going to take a lot of magic to get rid of. Not more than a floor. Um. <laughs> 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 I want the people at home listening to this episode to know this is the second episode in a row I will probably never re-listen to. <laughs> I, just, I just want you to know that right now. I'm not saying it's a bad episode. It's a good episode, but no. I've lived it. I don't have to experience it again. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, as you guys are going along, um, eventually a kobold comes up to you. Is um, gentlemen, please this way, and he leads you over to like a little alcove. Uh, he goes, um, "My name is Keskith, and you two seem uncomfortable." That would be an accurate. Um, observation, good sir, if I must confess. Um, we, um, we were investigating a murder. We were trying to figure out why Prigard would have been, um, at the rail yard. Ah. Well, we do rely on discretion here. So, if you agree to not tell anyone about this place, I'll be happy to answer any questions I can. I have, I have, I have no inclination to tell anyone about this place. I'm <laughs> literally going to take a bunch of alcohol when we're done with this and go blackout drunk. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, uh, Prigger uh, was a uh, a regular here. So that would explain why he was in the rail yard that night. Would you by chance know of any... We, we got here using the name of Mr. Morgan. Do you know what his... Do you know how his relationship with Mr. Morgan was at this place? Uh, uh, it was intolerable whenever the two of them would be here together. The night that he was leaving, was Morgan here? No. No, Morgan wasn't here. But Perger was here the night he died. I understand. And when he left, I'm assuming no one at this party possibly saw or heard anything of his when the unfortunate incident happened. 
No, he left early. I understand. Did he say why? I didn't ask. Oh, okay. We're we're a bit free form here. I and he kind of yeah. rolls his shoulders a little bit. When we're at this point, Robert is going to get blackout drunk and take, and take enough opium to send him into a fantastic little high. Well, Prude. Well, thank you for thank you for answering our questions, and as part of the agreement, this will not be spoken about. I appreciate your discretion. Yes. Now, if you excuse us, I need clothes. If you'll excuse me, I have an erection. <laughs> I'm just gonna, just gonna, just gonna leave. <laughs> all right. There's good news and bad news, Rovarf. The good news is he was completely honest about all the information he gave us. The bad news is he was also completely honest about the <laughs> And Roscoe just turns away and walks off because I'm going home. All right. We go. We get our things. I cast prestidigitation on my feet before I put my socks on. <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like your feet wet? He's going to get athlete's foot. He's going to get crabs. <laughs> oh, God. Crabs between your toes. It's so bad. Stop it. Why would you describe that? <laughs> like, why? And then I'm sorry, once, I say things once, I don't realize. We're, we're going to make our way back to the house. <laughs> Alright. Uh, what were Flint and Margot doing? We were, we're going to go, go breaking in. Right? Yes, will be any action. Alright. Well, uh, why don't you see what you can... Well, first you need to make... Uh, Charisma checks to see if you can figure out where Ford lives. Damn it. Hang on. 21. God damn. Yes. Nice. Natural 20. All right. Yeah. yeah, you guys managed to uh, track down Ford's house, his uh, apartment that he's renting in uh, the wall. Awesome. And it's a good thing both of you have dark vision. I'm, I'm good with this. All right. So... I know how to pick locks. Okay. God damn. Awesome. Uh, yeah, with a 20, you are easily able to pick that lock. Um, and hold on just a minute. <clears throat> All right. The bad news is that he's at home. Are you serious? You didn't check to see if he was there. Fail for one of the classic <laughs> I suggest Flint runs and runs fast. Flint you, runs. Um, I suggest you just go, oh, damn, this isn't our home. Well, basically. Hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's just there. He's like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> what, what are you? Uh, I'm not doing your shit again. Flint just runs. <laughs> Margaret wow. runs too. <laughs> I don't really have anything to say. Like, <laughs> damn it. We're <laughs> 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 professional. <laughs> no, no, we're it's, not. Flint's an idiot. It's so funny because Margot is a professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, damn it. I got so excited about picking that lock, I forgot to check. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I know, I know that people at home can't see this, but I'm looking at Margot's avatar. That looks like someone that is so excited about picking a lock. <laughs> yeah. She uh, she got a little overly excited about that. Just, just a hair. <laughs> um, she was ready to just take him out with some evidence. <laughs> Oh God, we just made Mar our lives. her, and she couldn't fight him. Margot's going to chisel evidence into her sword. Hey, kid, uh, you want some evidence? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I took him out with evidence. Stop giving our honor kind evidence. I'm going to... This may happen oh, tonight. Oh, man. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, what what is what what is your next plan of attack? Uh, Why would we run to the guards? No, we hide at home. We hide at my house. And we <laughs> to come with any evidence, and also, you know, pretend we had no idea what the fuck just happened. I mean, listen. Unless you have a better plan, this is my plan. I always go talk to one of my criminal contacts. I don't really know what else to do other than that. Maybe we can go back to the house. We should do that. Let's go back yeah. to your house. <laughs> sleepover. I need stress sleep. I mean, I like this idea of a sleepover. I have a new friend. Sure. I have a blanket pile. Perfect. Yes. Just a, I like blanket piles yeah. and pillows. We, we established that Flint does not have a bed. Flint simply has a pile of pillows and blankets. She makes a nest. It's very comfy. <laughs> Margo likes this. Um, all right. Well, you guys are, uh, I don't know, <laughs> braiding Flint's hair. Um, <laughs> and there's a, uh, a real sharp, fast knocks on the door, on the front door. <laughs> uh, Flint gets up and answer it. He also is not happy about it. It's holy fuck. Uh, well, you see Raul there, <laughs> and, hey, he's Raul. Like, uh, and he kind of sidles sideways past you. Hey, uh, this is uh, this is some good digs. Yeah, you got some uh, some some. Uh, I smell uh, some chestnuts. What are we roasting um, chestnuts over an open fire right now? Well, you have an open fire. I mean, I was just being sure that was actually happening. I don't know, maybe. I'm not a doctor. Flint can cook. Like, don't All trust right. him, but he can cook. So we can, we can, I'm just going to toss him some chestnuts then. Um, it was, uh, so, I, uh, I looked into your Ford Humble guy. And, uh, well, guy's got some uh, financial backers, so as they say. From the Barbello family. Barbello family? Make a uh, history check. See what you know about the local crime. <coughs> I don't... I Under skills. Here. Yeah, I'm just... How did that happen? <laughs> I got a 20. You got a natural 20. Oh, Flint! <laughs> Baby. I mean, in Flint's defense, he doesn't exactly, you know, go around asking for the criminal family, so... It also yeah. makes sense. Margo, you know that the Barbello crime family controls Gloomtown. Start taking it. Alright. Um, but where's, um... Where's Gloomtown in relation to where we're currently at? No. No, no, no. No, your house is on the opposite side of the city from Gloomtown. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and Fort Humble operates out of the wall, which is a different borough, but it is right next to Gloomtown. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, so, uh, just, I mean, do you, Raul, do you know where the, like, do you know where that family is? Uh, well, what I, what I hear is, is that, uh, they spend a lot of time in this restaurant called the Royal Street Kitchen. Serves a lot of uh, Cascadian beer. Some good stuff. <clears throat> the borscht that they throw out. Ugh. The what? Borscht. It's uh, it's oh, like a... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's good? Yeah, yeah. All right, I don't know where I'm going for dinner. Um, And then there's a, a knock at the door, and... um. Uh, Raul just suddenly has a knife in his hand. And he's looking around. I should probably go answer that. Raul, let's go hide. Uh, well, Flint opens the door, and uh, you see that it's uh, Constable Muffet. And Raul sees Constable Muffet and goes, Ah, it's the fuzz! And he runs and jumps <laughs> out one of the windows. I don't know who that was. What's up? Um, should, what, uh, 
Margaret's frozen. Um, we searched Humble's cart. Um, nothing. It all tested negative. Okay. Um, I'm. What you gave us tested positive, and visually the pills matched. I think there might be a a mole in the precinct. Hmm. Do you think he knew you were coming? Yes, that is the the general concept. Okay. We gotta find the mole then. Who do you think might it might be? I've got a few suspects, um, but I okay. I can't look into them. Okay. Uh, do you want to come in? So we're not talking about this on the front porch. Sure. Okay, I walk her in. Um. She tells you that uh, there are these three constables, a uh, Beto, a Gregory Hone, and a Ohara Kami. What's the last one? Ohara Kami. Uh, Gregory, what was his last name? Hone. Um, we appreciate that. Well, we can, we can look into it. Or, well, In the morning. Try. In the morning. It's late. Yeah. All right. Well, it is now back to Roscoe and... We are on our way back. Well, you guys uh, walk out of the uh, Order of the Graceful Chains, and you see a shadowy figure with a tail... Uh, climbing into a sewer access door. I take off after the figure. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, go, I go behind him. So we're going to do a chase, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. Um, you guys are going to make uh, constitution checks. And uh, actually, this would be athletics. So you're going to be making athletics checks. Um, and you're hoping between the two of you to get a certain amount of successes before you get a certain amount of failures. All right. Well, let's go then, I guess. Let's do this. Dun, As dun. I roll a natural one, getting a six. Okay. So I'm rolling athletics. Yes. Dun 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 dun. Like, dun I'm really dun, good at dun, this. Dun, Roll dun, to one. Dun, 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 dun. Nope. Four. <laughs> oh, buddy. Keep, keep going. <laughs> uh, fourteen. Sixteen. All right. Keep going. Dun 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 dun. Are you ready for this? Twelve. Dun 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 dun. All right. Keep going. I'm trying. Eleven. I predict thirteen. Ten. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys barely managed to keep up with this thing. Um, however, as you start to catch up with it, you realize that you have chased it directly into a lizard folk village. <gasps> I told you. <laughs> you, uh, can, you can you can you can have insight in the fact that a lizard know it exists, but you can't notice that a woman likes you. <laughs> I mean this is a truth. Roscoe's like, I really wish you they were in reverse. It it seems as if so. You guys can see that. I mean, there are children here. This is a a straight up village, um, oh but gosh. some of them start gathering weapons because they don't know who the fuck you are. Whoa, 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 whoa! No weapon, no no harm meant. No harm meant, good sirs and madam. We had no idea you'd be down here. We saw someone run through. It looked a little suspicious. We were investigating, and we came across. You. 
make a persuasion fun. check. Okay, my persuasion doesn't work. I have a backup. What's the backup? Clearly threatening, man. Come on. 20 persuasion. The backup <laughs> was running. All right, they seem to uh, believe you. Good, because I'm telling the truth. And uh, one of the lizard folk walks forward and goes, What are you doing here? We were, invest- <clears throat> we were investigating a murder in the industrial area. And we saw a shady cloaked person run by, and I thought, hmm, that's suspicious. And he kind of turns to look at one of the other lizard folk warriors who um, pointedly doesn't look back. Uh, oh, okay, we're looking around. Oh, hey, that's a very interesting floor. We would we would appreciate if you would keep our presence here secret. Trust me, getting secrets is something I'm getting very good at this evening. Yeah, well, and I'm planning on getting blackout drunk anyway, so I probably won't remember this. If you have our word, we will not say anything of this. Thank you. Now please leave. <laughs> And we leave, and we go back home. <laughs> and we, you know, we had an evening that never existed. And Rovarth will make sure he never remembers it by t- t- consuming a lot of alcohol and a little bit of opium. Well, you guys, uh, you guys get back to the house, and um, you don't see Flint or Margot, but the kitchen is a mess, uh, and there's a broken window. Oh God. <laughs> Well, Flint was here at least for five minutes. I'm going to go by the broken window. Uh, It appears as if something, like, Roscoe-sized jumped through the window. Going from inside, going out. Okay. In that case, I'm not going to question it. Do we have any kind of, like boards or anything. Yeah, yeah, you guys have crates full of junk that you guys have picked up. I'm just going to board up the window. (laughs) Uh, Margo and Flint, you were alerted to Roscoe and Rovarth being home because you hear a lot what appears to be someone (laughs) using a hammer. Man, is your dad going to be mad at us? I just kind of go, wander out, go like, What's with the banging? And I look over and see at the window. That's the broken window. Oh. I don't know who. I don't know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not concerned you that there's a broken window in here. So here, here the you didn't break don't the window. Worry about it. <laughs> it wasn't Margot. She's still here. Yes, I see that. Well, hey, clearly guys. somebody in the house. Jumped out of the house through the window. Didn't even have the courtesy to open it first. So how was your totally, hopefully legal adventures this evening? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we fi- we figured out there's probably there's probably like some corrupt cops. So we're gonna weed them out. Ah, well, that's not essentially <clears throat> a bad thing. Did you find out anything more about your poisoner? Oh, yeah. Potentially. We found out where he lives. We found out he's probably, like, backed financially by the Barbello family, but, like, you know, we can't really, you know, prove that yet. Need more evidence. As I'm saying this, I'm just, like, getting stuff out of their, you know, our icebox, you know, starting to make up some scrambled eggs and bacon. I really want to start etching evidence into my sword so bad. You need a chisel. <laughs> and you see Rovarth goes into the, um, what, what counts as our liquor cabinet. That's the strongest thing off the shelf. It's a wardrobe. I can go to the... Pour I can go to the... Like, oh, go ahead. A very large glass. And I take one of the... Whatever a dose would be of opium, and I start smoking that while drinking. You're just sitting in I... front of the fire on the couch. Yes. There's a forge in the backyard, which means there's a chisel. So, Margo, how do you like your eggs? Scrambled with cheese. I can provide this. Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> you should 
Save some for the morning. I'm going to need it. Rovar, pass me some of the good stuff, please. I, I will. We'll <laughs> Rovar looks at one hand and then the other. <laughs> like, uh, I want the stuff that is delicious and not the stuff that is interesting. I'll, I'll hand him the alcohol. <laughs> Margaret grabs a whole pound of bacon out of the fridge. We're cooking this, too. Wait, save some of bacon from morning, Margo. But I bacon. will need some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need, and then I, I pass out. I'm gonna need some R- Roscoe. Roscoe, I gotta tell you a secret. I gotta tell you a secret. The lizard man of heel. The lizard people <laughs> live in the sewers. I saw a lot of dicks today. He's clearly out. I need what he's drinking. No, you do not. <laughs> it's the opium. Don't tell me what he did. Just like, well, no, okay. considering that you're not a member of this household than I am, I think I could tell you what to do. I mean, hey, she's my guest. Can I be Hello? a part of the household, please? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> seems like you, and she's like, a, if you search my unconscious she's body. A ju- she's a judge of character. <laughs> you will find cool. some opium. But um. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I like to imagine that. Oh man, this is amazing. Um, oh my god, I love it. So, that's a word for this. You guys manage. You guys manage not to uh, burn down the house. Well, that's a good. That's a plus. Burning down the house. Yeah, he won't say that. And um, yeah, you guys get up in the morning. What's uh, what's the plan? Well, first, I'm, I mean, first I I'm gonna make sure Robarf is okay. <laughs> I'm making breakfast. I'm making second breakfast because making waffles. I can't imagine making waffles. I imagine Rovarth's doing Rovarthy. Well, why, why, why they're baking and waffling up? I'm passed out by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes that plan. Um. <laughs> So, Margo and Flint, what are you going to get up to today? Investigate a cop. All right. Is something illegal. Talk to a crime boss. Wait, what did you say? The usual. Don't worry about, Don't worry about it. it. I'm going to keep repeating this until you understand. When you tell me not to worry about it, that's exactly what I'm going to do. The less you know, the better. Do you want me to make a constitution safety throw, Eli? Sure. <laughs> Look. Look. You guys invest. I'm. You guys investigating okay. I'm down for it. You guys I got invest- a seventeen. You're doing okay. Your head hurts, but you're fine. You both investigating so, poisoner. I'm all for it. Just keep it legal. So you're saying that I still remember what happened? Yes. I mean, good luck. Rovarth wakes up. It didn't work. <laughs> Rovarth, take your chili butt in here. I made breakfast. I grumble in and. Well, the thing is, is that uh, your your dining room table is just like ten feet away from where Rovarth was sleeping. No, he pulled a Peter Griffin. He's asleep on the table. Oh my god! You guys are just eating around him. <laughs> you just turn your head. You see, see Margot just stuffing her face with a pancake. I'm going to grab a pancake off your plate and just, like, shove it in I'm going to bite you. <laughs> you reach to grab a pancake and you hear and Margo goes, and snaps at you. Robert, I made you your own plate. Take from it. She grabs the, I would, like, literally grab a piece of bacon off the actual serving plate and hand it to him and be like, don't touch my plate. <laughs> She's brandishing this bacon like it's a knife. <laughs> I just, I summon my armor and just find something to eat. Gosh, <laughs> man, you're not going to bathe. Still from my place. Oh, man. Uh, what's not everybody's uh, passive perceptions? Not good. Uh, you know mine's not good. Um, I got nine. Seven. Passive perception? Yes. Yeah. Um, so... On your character sheet, uh, mm-hmm. wait, 
down at the bottom. Oh. Yeah. 16. Okay. So, Margot is the only one to notice a small raccoon hand reach up. <laughs> pat around at the top of the table a little bit and just pull a pancake off of Rovarth's plate. I don't see this. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to out my friend. <laughs> just look down and I'm like, where'd my pancake go? <laughs> Roscoe looked at, are you sure you're okay? You can't remember you ate a pancake? I ate a pancake? I guess you did because it's missing. Flint <laughs> just kind of puts more food on his plate. Just like, shut up, man. Just eat. Margaret, okay. just get wasted. You gotta get your calories. <sighs> Margaret's gonna slowly go under the table. I hand hey, her, I hand her up the bacon, like, I don't know what you're doing, just take this. It's just a whole <laughs> Well, and the thing is, is that uh, Raoul eats the way a raccoon eats, which is oh, just, God. like, open mouth. See <laughs> <laughs> here, two loud things under the table eating. Um, <laughs> okay, I know one of those loud things. What is the second loud thing? And Roscoe... Don't worry about it. Roscoe looks down. Uh, you see Margot and a raccoon folk who is dressed as if he were your delinquent brother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and what? The, the raccoon folk is looking at you and Margot at the same time. Uh, because of his cross eye, and you say you say Flint, and he goes ah, and he just runs and dives out a different window. Break that one too. Roscoe <laughs> looks at Flint and goes, "So the broken window? You had no idea who broke the window." In my defense, I didn't realize he was still here. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with you? I ain't no snitch. Snitches <laughs> get stitches. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. I'm alive. <laughs> Oscar's just staring at Flint and just shakes his head. Rovarf, I I don't see any of this. I'm I'm I am I have a pounding headache. The sound of shattered glass just made it worse. Margo comes up on the table and just pats him on the head and says, There, there, it's going to be okay, old man. And she and just slowly reach project. down and take a piece of bacon off of his plate and start eating it. <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I didn't even forget the awful night, which is the whole reason why I got drunk in the first place. Rovarf hops off his stool and begins to put on and, and starts heading towards the door. Well, while you all do tomfoolery, I got important investigating to do. <laughs> Take Rovarth, you can help. Rovarth, do you think you're in any shape to help? Or do, should I leave you two bacon thieves, window breakers, and... I have had enough of this, this chaos. I'm, I'm going with you. We are going <laughs> off to find something that makes sense in this world. I suggest you two... Just... Don't... Just, just don't cause trouble. Just... Trouble's relative. Someone's gonna pay for that no, window. Trouble is trouble. Don't 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 try to backtalk this. Just do your investigation, out some corrupt cops, take care of your poisoner, and just come back home in mostly one piece, okay? Okay. I mean we'll try. Frost <clears throat> just sighs and goes, this, this otter's a bad influence and just leaves. Your family's real nice. <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, if Raleigh wants to come in, tell him to tell him next time just run out the back door. Okay, I can do that. I'm just waiting for a third window to get broken, just because he's so used to exiting entering that way. Dramatic you know? <laughs> exit. <laughs> I got information! Smash! <laughs> he does it when he comes into the house, too, from now on. We start anticipating it. <laughs> yeah, the thing starts crashing through the door. No, he can't crash through the door. Uh, he just crashes into it. He's too small. 
Okay. Uh, Rovarth invests in shutters, so whenever he thinks his raccoon focus is going to come in, he just closes them so he slams into the wood. <laughs> we should probably so investigate things, too, and seek out this mole. All right. We're going to start with Roscoe and Rovarth. We should, we should board up this window. Uh, All right, well, first things first. Before we go to do our actual investigation, I'm going to go and report to the um, sergeant and let her know the information we've already gotten. Are you going to flirt a little? And then we're going to go and investigate Mm -hmm. with Morgan. I'm going to ask her if she wants some of that D. I suppose so. <laughs> I mean, it, only if that is what Rovarth would do. The D stands for deputizing. <laughs> just, just because, just because Roscoe has been so freaking persistent. Roscoe's standing there, just staring at you. That's I, I, I don't. It makes me feel uncomfortable. So I'm gonna go and. We we don't have to uh, pretend flirt with each other, but you do need to make a persuasion check. No, I know what I'm saying is like Roscoe staring makes yeah. um, Robarth uncomfortable. Anyway, I don't know how old people would flirt, so I, I don't know something Absolutely. about I got a th- oh I got a 21. Roscoe, Robarth starts to walk away, and he sees the disappointed look in your face. And he turns around, and he starts talking with Sergeant Wen. And you can't really hear what's being said, but you have never seen Rovarth so in control of a situation. Go get him, Tiger. Rovarth through that. And as soon as, uh, as soon as the investigation's done, you two are going to go out for an actual dinner. Hey, you want to? Hey, baby, you want to go to the Culver Chains with me? Oh boy! I hate and love everything. You want to get sticky? Um. All right, was so you guys... Never say that. What, <laughs> what were you guys going to do? Like other, I don't I, know anymore. I, I believe okay, so. You still had to talk to Lord Morgan, I think. Yes, we were going to go in and, and have a nice long chat with Lord Morgan about his nefarious activities. So, Karn Morgan is a human man, uh, and he is willing to speak to Roscoe and Rovarth because you guys do have a bit of local fame. Um... And you are led into a uh, drawing room. Was, um, what can I do for you two gentlemen? Well, well, good sir. Um, we have been investigating the unfortunate murder that I'm sure you are aware of. Ah, yes. Poor Prigard. Ah, such a shame. Is it like a sarcastic such a shame, or like a... insight check? Because <laughs> it seems to be that be like sarcastic when knowing that they're rivals. Uh, where is my? There it is. Uh, Eighteen. Uh, he seems like he doesn't care. <laughs> like he, it, he doesn't. Like at at best, he is apathetic to the death of uh, Prigard. <clears throat> Um, good to know. <clears throat> well, well, good, sir. I will be perfectly honest. Um, we we got into this investigation originally because there were some who thought Barton was not the man that they should be looking at, and we have come across talking to people. It turns out that apparently the information has been correct, and he what he's possibly not the man who killed Krieger. Hmm. Do you think it might have something to do with Prigger's gambling debts? I think it might have something to do with... I don't know. Uh, Make some insight checks with advantage. Because you guys have plenty of other information to help it be easier to know that he's... Oh, thank God. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, 15. just for the audience, um, my first one was a zero, but because of the advantage, I got a 13. <laughs> ah, Rover is so dumb. I, um, I'm just not wise. Yes, he is definitely lying about this. these gambling bets. Mr. Morgan, more of advice, if you're going to lie to us, have a little bit more persuasion in your voice, a little more confidence. I've been lied to for the past day. It's getting really easy to spot him. <coughs> oh, sir, I will not stand here in my own home and be called a liar. Then you can sit. And what makes you think that I would know more about this situation? Well, we... What? Well, explain it exactly because we heard the... Not exactly concerned about his death in your voice. Exactly what was your relationship with him? Also deflecting an honest question with a lie right out of the gate doesn't really look too good. We were business rivals. Uh, competing with various contracts. It doesn't necessarily mean I wanted him dead. No, but without... <sighs> Roscoe tries to think how Elga he wants to be. But you had every reason to know he was going to be there that night. I don't believe I know what you're talking about. Don't worry, your secret's safe with us. We know all about the, the chains. Um, trying to decide what I want you to roll. Because you're not trying to be intimidating, but that phrase is very scary to him. Well, in that case, I will try and be intimidating. <laughs> I will play to my strengths. You're just going to be like, uh, well, you know, everyone has chains that can come to the light. Uh, let me turn advantage off. There we go. At twelve. What are we trying to roll again? Uh, that was just for him. Oh no, because oh, I, I I brought up so, the fact that we know we uh, know yeah. why he would be there. As a GM, how do you plan on getting information from him? Because he's very obviously just going to lie to you. That's a good question. Because, um, um, I mean, you guys have evidence. You, you know at the very least he was involved in the cover-up. Yeah, because he's the one... Because the, because the dwarf said Morgan sent him, right? Gregson, yeah. Yeah, Gregson, yes. Yeah, Gregson yeah. said that uh, uh, Morgan was paying him. Yep. So I'm going to bring up Gregson, then... See if that gets us a start. All right. Look, I'm not. Maybe, maybe. Look, Mister Morgan. Maybe you're right. Maybe you did not kill him. But I have it on very good evidence with discussing with a Mister Gregson that you are part of the cover up. Um. He pointed you out by name. <clears throat> All right. Well. What do you want? Money? Justice. <laughs> Out of character, I'm laughing. Sorry. I'm Batman! Uh, moment. I want to know who did it. I want to know why it's being covered up. And I want to know what is your connection in all of it. Make... Make a persuasion check. Well, actually, I don't, because I'm not really sure. Hmm. Make an intimidate check because he's uh, he thinks you're intimidating that you're threatening him. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, he goes fine. I hired someone to kill Prigard. His death opens it up to be taken over by his company up to be taken by mine. Not to mention all those awful things he said to me said about me in the newspaper. 
So you so you you hired someone to kill him in the name of strictly business. Of course. Every life has a dollar sign. <clears throat> life is more than dollars and cents, good sir. Bah. Who did you hire? I don't know the person's name. I spoke to a woman, Damini Tola. Out of character, Damini Tola? Mm-hmm. First name Damini, last name Tola. Got it. She's part of some organization or another. Um, both of you make history checks. I was hoping you asked. Here comes that history. Here comes that history. Fifteen history, yeah. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. With a fifteen, Roscoe knows that there have always been rumors about an assassin's guild in the city of Seoul. But they've always just been rumors. Like we're gonna have look like we have more rumors to investigate, Mr. Robarf. Agreed. But we have here a verbal confession of hiring to murder a business rival in the name of profit and power. Mr. Morgan, you can either turn yourself into the authorities or we can take you ourselves. Um, make a persuasion check. Watch this every time I don't roll well. Eight. He looks at both of you and goes, get out of my house. I don't think so. Well, yeah. Why not? Okay, good. <laughs> so do you guys leave? Rovar? I will. Wait, you are? Well, I mean, we have the information. You know what? Never mind. I'm just going to follow Roscoe's lead, because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, now I don't know. I well, sure. Roscoe knows that the only evidence you have is that he was part of a cover-up. Right. You don't have any actual proof of anything else. Okay. Mr. Morgan, you have a very comfortable house. I suggest you spend the next day or two enjoying it, because you won't be in it much longer. And I leave. All right. Uh, Well, that is a very good dramatic note to end this episode on. You got got some butt-pluggables? Yeah, um, I have a Twitter and Instagram. I post our cat pictures, the occasional politics when I can deal with it. Uh, Elvenly underscore E on both. The E at the end, the beginning are capitalized. Yeah. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel, which is just Ethan Space Drake, where I play various role-playing related video games. And uh, yeah. All right, I have a Twitter, Jarius underscore Jer. I post a lot about pro wrestling, cute animals, and bad jokes. And I'm also on Instagram at Jerry Jerry, quite contrary. Jerry is spelled J-E-R-I. There's cute pictures, there's cosplay, and there's food. We all love food. And as I have been annoyingly doing every episode, I have a short story out. It's in the HCS publishing collection known as Dark and Stormy. There's 16 stories in there. Read mine. Read everybody else's. Enjoy them all. Enjoy mine more. Um, you can find... I'm Ashley. You can find me on Instagram. It's Ashley, M is Mary, dot S-B-V-A. I post a lot of cosplay, <clears throat> progress, and daily life stuff. I've been your host, Eli Royal, and if you say, fight me into a mirror three times, I will fight you. Uh, but also, if you're going to be in the Virginia Beach area, uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, United States, 
area in May, around the 16th, I will be at a table I, I have at a convention called Tidewater Comic Con, where I got props and stuff, and episode over. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGsPodcast.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPgsPodcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive. I've been the audio engineer of this episode, Amanda Pavic. You can find me on all social medias at Ahoy Lovey, that's A-H-O-Y-L-U-V-Y, and also on Twitch.